It is Thursday, March 16th, 2006, episode four of The Infested Sound. It is St. Patrick's Day Eve. We're going to talk about Irish things. You're listening to The Infested Sound. My gosh, we're back. The Infesta Sounders made it to episode four. Probably the last episode. Hopefully not the last, but we're hoping to be the best episode so far, which wouldn't be much. Just a little bitty tiny step better than the last one, episode three, which was re-released as we talked about last episode because of some issues with not only the hosts, but the equipment. (laughs) We're hoping to keep you guys entertained this episode. We're going to do some different things. We're going to talk about some different subjects. And this is kind of a special episode. Us being two Irishmen ourselves, tomorrow is a very special day for us and our drunk um, relatives. Our drunk relatives. Our drunk selves, actually. That's we're, right. We're not currently drunk. But we're working on it. We are, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. We'll get to our sponsor of the day. But we'd like to say thank you to Mr. St. Patrick for making this day possible for us to be able to drink for retardedly for no reason. That's right. As if, as, if, as if us Irish needed an excuse. Correct. It's already bad enough that most Irish people are in jail or AA. Uh, I don't think we need a national holiday designated to drinking yourself retarded. It doesn't really help. But since we're going to have one, we're going to go ahead and take advantage. We are. We both requested off from Arby's tonight. Oh, hell yeah. They were pissed about it. St. Patrick's Day is a really busy time for them. Lots of drunk people coming in, ordering sandwiches. Chad having to clean some nasty shit out of the toilets. Chad's a little bitch. But that we did also threaten that we were going to start putting Irish whiskey in the Pepsi fountain drink area. <laughs> we were going to start getting some of the girls we work with drunk. Most of them are 15 and a half, but that's okay. To the last thing up. you want is a drunk 15 and a half year old around That's the Jack. last thing you want. Why is that, Phil? No comment. No comment. What the hell, Phil? All right. Uh, so since it's St. Patrick's Day, we figured what better horror movies to go over today than the classic, Lepre- the classic six, the Leprechaun. The package. Leprechaun. There's six of them. Somehow, some reason, whether it was a time warp, whether it was just the luck of the Irish. They made six of these damn movies. Because they just keep coming up with so many different, classic, brilliant ideas to put the Leprechaun in. And let's all take a moment here to realize, let's be serious here, these are not very good movies. Half of them only were released on video. Actually, all of them, but the first two were released on video. The first two were the only ones released in the movie theater. So let's be serious, they're not great movies, we're going to talk about those on the show today. And this is going to be our St. Patty's Day special. We're going to talk about all things St. Patty's Day, including movies. We're going to give you a little history on leprechauns, the crazy leprechauns. And we're going to give you a review of a special movie that Phil and I saw. That's right. Towards the end of the program, we're going to review the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. We're both going to give our opinions of it. We just went and seen it in the theater. I've actually seen it twice now. 
So we'll go into that after we get done with how great Irish people are. That's correct. And I think you guys ought to stay tuned. Make sure you listen to our review of The Hills Have Eyes. I do not think you'll be let down by this review because Phil and I were quite impressed. Yes, and we were both. And we want to remind everybody, we got the website still, www.theinfestedsound.com. Still stuck on that one email, though. Still stuck on that one email. Apparently, James McChild Molester is our only fan and the only person that has the balls enough to email So, James, uh, I noticed you didn't send another one. Let's Let's... Get off your ass, get us another one, we'll read it on the next show, just get it done. We know you're not busy. Okay, right now I'd like to take a moment, we're going to bring in today's sponsor. Come on in here, pal. Let's move him on in here. Join us. Get out of the way, Jeff. Make a seat for him, make some room for him. Nice and warm. How you doing, buddy? (laughs) That's fascinating. (laughs) Oh, you jackass. Okay, so that was O'Leary's. That was O'Leary's Traditional Irish Cream Liquor. And uh, we've put down about half the bottle already. So, uh, Jeff, why don't you give the fans at home a little review? How do you, how do you think that it compares with St. Brendan's? O'Leary's kicks St. Brendan's right between the sack. It does. Kicks it right in the balls. St. Brendan's kind of tastes like... Uh, asshole? Asshole, duck butter, and a little bit of, I don't know, cock mix in there. Not that I know what that tastes like. You know. But St. Brendan's, the quality of St. Brendan's was very low. The quality of O'Leary's is also very low, <laughs> but <laughs> O'Leary's tastes a little bit better, considering it's eleven forty nine for a big A bottle, when St. Brendan's was about eight nine bucks for a big A bottle. Those few dollars really make the difference when it comes to quality Irish cream liquor. That's right, seventeen percent alcohol by volume. Seventeen percent. Remember, folks, O'Leary's Irish cream liquor is a superbly rich and deliciously smooth Irish cream mm. liquor. Made to the highest standard of skill and dedication, O'Leary's is a classic cream liquor in the finest Irish tradition. And you know how fine those Irish traditions are. They are very fine, including having sex with red-headed women. That's right. And uh, as soon as we finish this bottle off, we're going to have a backup sponsor, which we will bring into the show a little later on. A little later. Depending the length of time before that comes into play depends on how bad this show really gets. And at this rate, it's going to be pretty soon because I think this is our worst show yet. Probably so, but our old Uncle O'Leary over here is going to guide us through this show. Our old Uncle O'Leary, not the guy that uh, used to be the manager at Arby's that got caught soliciting child porn on the internet. That was actually Phil. He has <laughs> joined the Witness Protection Program and changed his name to Phil O'Leary. <laughs> actually, I changed my name from Phil O'Leary. From Phil O'Leary to just Phil. Just Phil, like Cher or Madonna. The man... Formerly known as Phil O'Leary, is now Phil. 10-4. His symbol is uh, a penis with a rod through the head. <laughs> but, That's right. <laughs> or, an, or an oven mat, one or the other. Or an oven. You've seen the man's picture on the website. A very accurate representation. Once again, the website, www.theinfestedsound.com. Or email us at www.theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Phil, what the hell did you just ramble off? That's not the email. What is it? It's theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> An email does not have a www in front of it. Go fuck yourself. Phil, I thought you took that class at the community college at nights on computer programming and just computer use. I understand you got a D in the class, but did you not learn anything? Nothing. They did upgrade our cash registers at Arby's 
two touch screens, so I figured maybe that would help Phil learn a little bit more about computers, but the only computer he knows how to use is his Simon <laughs> computer that you type the letters in and he talks to you. And I know how to access porn on the internet pretty well, too. <laughs> yes, for some reason that comes natural to Phil. <laughs> so anyway, now that uh, we've completely ruined the show, we're going to continue on. We're going to jump a little bit into the Leprechaun series, but first... Mm-hmm. For those of you ignorant people that know nothing about Irish and leprechauns, we're going to give you a few basic facts about leprechauns. Oh, yeah. Coming up in this next segment, leprechauns. What is the secret Dwayne is hiding in the basket? It's the Infested Sound, now on the web at www. Dot the infested sound dot com. Fuck yeah. All right, kids, now for some facts about some leprechauns. We're going to start, we're going to give you some worthless facts about leprechauns that no one's going to give any shit about, just to fill time on our show. Oh, come on now, Phil. This is legitimate facts about leprechauns everybody needs to know. Not all of these leprechauns exactly pertain to the leprechaun in the movies. No, not at all, because of course the leprechaun in the movies is a hybrid leprechaun formed from the ashes of Jesus himself mixed with... (laughs) St. Patrick. Patrick and Santa Claus's illegitimate child. Love child. Love child. And, of course, that is where the evil leprechaun in the leprechaun films came from. Jeff, I got a question. Yes, sir. Did you know that leprechaun is derived from the old Irish word lucropan, which means little body? That's interesting because... No, it's not. My girlfriend actually told me I have a lucropan the other day. I had no idea that means little body. I think she was referring to something else on your body. And you don't have a girlfriend, so she didn't even say it at all. Well, damn it, Phil. Not me, but a guy I know told me that. No, he didn't. All right. So, also, another thing that no one will give two shits about. A leprechaun is a fairy taking the appearance of a miniature old man. Interesting. My old man's a fairy. And you followed right in his footsteps. <laughs> They're also supposedly under three feet tall, but I believe the leprechaun in the movie says that he's 3'6". Three 3'6", six. Three six, to be exact. That was a great quote, by the way. Great quote. We'll Hold go on, over Phil. that later. I think I know a little bit about leprechauns here. Let me tell you something I know about leprechauns. Why don't you fascinate everyone with your knowledge of leprechauns, Jeff? Leprechauns, did you know, wear elf-like boots... No, I was not aware of that. Much like the boots Mom used to buy us from Walmart. <laughs> you remember that? We were the laughing stock of our elementary school, damn it. She told us she was going into Walmart, but she actually went out the back exit and went to the Goodwill. Son of a... She couldn't even buy us new shoes from Walmart. No, that's that's too high class for us. Bitch. Well, I guess all I've got is my leprechaun facts. Capturing a leprechaun will bring you good luck... And maybe a cock of gold. <laughs> I believe that's crock of gold. Whoops. If caught, he can be forced to reveal the whereabouts of his secret treasure. Ooh. 
I will reveal the whereabouts of my secret treasure later in the show. The captor must keep their eyes on him every second. If they take their eyes off him for even a second, he'll disappear. Very similar to the prostitute that we bought last night. <laughs> she did disappear with our wallets the second we took our eyes off of her. Bitch! Without his co- crock of gold, a leprechaun loses his magic and becomes more and more human. Nobody likes a human leprechaun. What fun is that? Now, I think the person meant to write loses, but they actually wrote a leprechaun loses his magic. That's two O's. Wow. Maybe this these facts that we retrieved came from the uh, kindergartners... Who, who wrote the boat? <laughs> website. Yeah. Who wrote the boat to the Shadowlands.net. Correct. <laughs> the boat. And here's the most fascinating factoid about leprechauns. Fact. This is groundbreaking information. Get ready. Jeff, do you want to tell them or do you want me to? Because this is huge. This could make your career. No, Phil, you do it. Some say leprechauns are responsible for the phrase, luck of the Irish. Fascinating. You can use this in the future whenever you're trying to impress a girl. But also, I have an even better fact. Phil's facts all sucked. My fact is the coolest. Leprechauns are shoemakers by trade. And they are noted for working long hours repairing the shoes of other Irish fairies. And for hoarding cocks of gold. That's odd. I didn't know leprechauns were Mexican. (laughs) Worked long hours repairing the shoes of other Irish. Well, let's go back and cut that out. Let's not. I've got an interesting fact for you, Jeff. What's that? Uh, you're a drunken loser who knows nothing about horror movies. That is not your words. That is my buddy, James McChadmolister. You quoted that from the email that we now have framed and hanging on our wall above the computer. That's where we true. Do I'm our looking show. at it right now. It is one of one. We're incredibly proud of this letter. In fact, Phil, let's do this. Let's read it one more time. We'll try and get James McChadmolister out there. Send us another email. Let's read it. You guys suck. You guys suck. The title of this email, You Guys Suck. Now, what's the email say, Phil? Well, it says, quote, I recently made the mistake of listening to your show, and it was the worst piece of garbage I have ever heard in my life. If I ever want to listen to a couple of douchebags, drunken losers who know nothing about horror movies, then I would just go ahead and hang myself. I shut this garbage off after five minutes. I feel sorry for anyone who made the mistake of subscribing to it. Now, that part of the email, I, I actually agree with. I do I feel agree. sorry for anyone that has subscribed I agree. to our show. He did tell the truth, but this last part of the email just kind of stuck to me a little bit. It, it kind of jabbed it me in the heart. It sums it up. You suck. <laughs> you suck. What an ass. I'm pretty sure he's talking to you. I know he's talking to me, damn it. Because I am the host of this show, the host... With the most, <laughs> as Phil likes to say. I've never said that. <laughs> Phil has never said that. So anyway, thank you to James McChobblester. Uh, we're calling out to you, buddy. Send us another email. I know you're going to do it. We sent you a little email. Why don't you go into your little account, check out the email. we got a few nice things to say to you. And why don't Correct. you get back with us? We also sent you some anthrax. So now... Um, I'm sure there's no one listening anymore because this has been the worst show of all time. I'm assuming so. so. We'll just sit here. We'll pretend that there's still somebody listening to this piece of shit. And we'll go ahead and we'll go into the Leprechaun movies. If Let's that's do it. okay with you. Let's do it. We're going to get to our segment that we introduced last episode. A segment we like to call The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly.
Of the Leprechaun series. Of the Leprechaun series. So, let's get this started. Let's not waste your time very much. We've already wasted 15, oh, 16 minutes now of your life. But let's take this over to Phil. He's going to give you this good version of what the best Leprechaun movie is. The good. The bad. The ugly. The ugly. <laughs> that was the best one yet, Phil. That was the worst one yet. That yeah. was the worst one yet. Just like this show. We apologize for our drunken retardedness. We're not even that drunk. We just, really uh, we're totally unprepared. We don't even deserve to have our own free podcast. We're ripping off the people that have paid nothing for it. We are. When we apologize, we just hope you guys will not hate us and you'll come back and listen to the show again. This episode is totally Jeff's fault and I promise next week I'll, I'll work overtime on the Infested Sound, not at Arby's. I'll work less at Arby's and I'll work more on next week's episode. I doubt it. But stick around at least till the end of this episode and at least hear the review of The Hills Have Eyes. Phil and I are very passionate about this review. Yeah, you don't want to miss this one. So at least stick around for the review. You know, if you want to, you can even fast forward it because you know the rest of the show's crap. Yeah, it'll probably start, let's see, we're at 1709 right now. It'll probably start about 30 minutes if you want to just go ahead and skip forward because this, the next 12 minutes is just going to be a waste of time. Pretty much. But let's get into what we were going to talk about, our good, bad, and ugly. I'll start it off because I know Phil is a pussy and he doesn't want to start it off. But my pick for the good Leprechaun film out there would definitely be episode, I guess it wouldn't be episode, but movie number three. Episode one, The Phantom Leprechaun. Episode one, The Phantom Leprechaun. This isn't Star Wars, Jeff. What the hell, They're Phil? movies. Leprechaun 3, which came out in 1995. Phil, what's the tagline from this movie? For which one? Leprechaun 3. Leprechaun 3. Welcome to Vegas. The odds are you won't leave alive. Yeah, and you won't leave alive. Because the leprechaun is pissed, he's in Vegas, and this is a great movie. I think you guys know why. Leprechaun kills a lot of people. You steal the guy's gold, he's going to kill your ass. He tells some wicked rhymes also. The best rhymes I've ever heard. Phil and I are going to actually recite one right now. I'm down. There once was a man from Matras. Whose balls were made of fine brass. In stormy weather, they'd clank together. And Sparks flew out of his ass. Sparks flew out of his End ass. End quote. End quote. A great part of the movie. This is overall a great movie. Plenty of hot chicks. Plenty of killing. Plenty of cool killing. Dude's nudity? Face. Nudity. Ah, uh, yes, there's some good nudity. Nice. Plenty of boobies. Nice. Dude's face gets mutilated by a lawnmower. Good stuff like that. Overall, good movie. That's my pick for the good Leprechaun film. Well, we're going to go over to Phil now. He's going to give his pick. Uh, my good, um... Since there's only actually one that's worth two shits, I'm going to go with the original Leprechaun, 1993, directed by who, Jeff? Mark Jones. In case you haven't heard of Mark Jones, he also he also did a little directing on a, a classic TV show. Do you remember what that show Very was classic. called? The freaking A-Team. The A-Team, that's right, the A-Team. Mark Jones, on his free time, decided, hey, I'm going to take a break from dealing with my bro, Mr. T, the van, and I'm going to put together a little movie over here. About a killer leprechaun. And I'm going to make a huge, mammoth, colossal star out of it. And he did. Somehow this movie is popular. It sold lots of copies. And there's six of them, people. There's six leprechaun movies. You might think I was talking about Jennifer Aniston. I wasn't. I was talking about a little guy named Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. The main character. The or man that started Willow. Also known as Willow. The man that plays the leprechaun. The little pimp that he is. 
So, uh, yeah, so uh, check this out. If for no other reason, check it out to see Jennifer Aniston. It's her first theatrical movie. It's a pretty solid slasher horror movie. Uh, that's, uh, That's about all I got. The tagline on this one is the worst one of the six. It's, your luck just ran out. You were like terrible, terrible, but it's a good movie. Jennifer Aniston's in it; she's hot. It kind of sets up the whole movie for all of the future movies. Talks about where the leprechaun came from. It got started on a farm, I believe. It started in Ireland. The beginning of the movie starts in Ireland. Explains how the leprechaun got to be where he is. Da 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 da. Pretty good. Da 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 da. He ends up back in the United States in a box. And kills some bitches in a crate. He's sealed in a crate with a four-leaf clover on top of it. Long as the four-leaf clover stays on it, he has to stay in the crate. Correct, just like my mom does to us. She put a four-leaf clover on the door, some garlic, and has several silver bullets, which she keeps loaded into her Colt 40 pistol. Which Which she she sleeps with. Which she sleeps with. And if she does hear us come upstairs, she starts firing at random. She puts a hole through the door, and that sets us straight. That does set us straight, believe me. Okay, so we're going to go now. We're going to go to the bad. The bad. I'll give mine first, Phil. Maybe I want to give mine first. Well, I'm going to give mine first, goddammit. Then do it. The bad. Leprechaun in the hood. That one was easy. The bad. Leprechaun in the hood. Now, what reason does a leprechaun have to go to the hood? I mean, I know Phil and I aren't taking any trips to the hood. What is a good reason as a leprechaun? There are very few Irishmen in the hood. Irishmen, no, they do not go to the hood because in the hood they do not carry... Any kind of Irish whiskey, they do not carry Guinness. They only carry 40 and malt liquor, something Irishmen. Colt 45. Something Irishmen are unable to drink. It's like poisoned water. Now, if there's uh, one thing you want to you wanna take from this movie, <laughs> and, and this, is, this would definitely be in my The Good, is the quote. This might be the best quote from any of the Leprechaun movies. And believe me, there are some good ones. There are. Let's hear it, Phil. I'll take it from you, homie. You'll see. Because you know the leprechaun is the real OG. He is the real OG. Whoever thought of that quote is a freaking genius. That's right. Uh, directed by Rob Spera. He may have even... But he may have he may have been responsible for it. But I think a little guy named Mark Jones, who did the writing for several of the movies, only directed the first one, but did the writing for several of them, that seems like something he would think of. Yes, yes, of course. The tagline for Leprechaun in the Hood is, Evil is in the house. Evil is in the house. T-H-A. It's great. So, Phil, what do you think? Would you agree with me on your bad pick, or do you have a different one? Uh, yeah, I do have a different one, actually. Let's um, hear it. Now, we're probably going to be in agreement on ugly, but as far <laughs> as bad, I'm going to have to go with the most ridiculous of the Leprechaun series, Leprechaun 4 in Space, directed by Brian Trenchard Smith Jones, douchebag. Now, Phil, it's completely logical that the Leprechaun can end up in space. Like all Leprechauns do. Now, I'm sure it is logical. Maybe they should have explained it then. Maybe they should have explained it. We all know, though, that the Leprechaun likes to take a road trip, especially with hot foreign princesses that like to show their boobies off. Now, another... Another great thing about this movie is is the tagline. Jeff, do you want to tell them the tagline from Leprechaun 4? It is classic. Sure thing. You guys got to listen to this one. One small step for man, one giant leap of terror. Classic. Classic. One of the best taglines. There are so many good ones, it was hard to choose, but this is the best one for the movie. Yeah, it's the only good thing about Leprechaun 4 in space. The only good, that and there's a lot of boobies. He does, and he tells no rhymes in this movie, which really let me down because that's one of the one of the high points of that's every movie is the down. funny rhymes that he tells. Yep, 
real let down. No rhymes. Don't watch it. Well, I guess all that leaves now is the ugly. And I think Phil and I are going to agree on this one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are going to agree on this one. Back to the hood. Leprechaun back to T-W-O. The hood. <laughs> the T-H-A. Directed by Stephen Iram Louie. I, you're um, a fucking idiot for making this movie. Now, uh, The Leprechaun, this movie is uh, god-awful. Uh, Leprechaun in the Hood actually has iced tea in it and Coolio. Terrible Which is movie. horrible, but there's even less people in Leprechaun Back to the Hood. It's hard enough to believe that the Leprechaun's going to make the trek to the Hood in the first place. But then that he's going to like it so much that he's going to go back. He takes a Yui and heads back to the Hood. He's to not cause finished. some more havoc. He needs to get some more money. He leaves liquor. the magic at home. He uses no magic in this movie. But yeah. once again... The tagline is the highlight of the movie. That is. Let's hear the tagline, Phil. Evil has a whole new rap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Evil has a whole new rap. Great. I guess when you get your uh, bling bling stolen in the hood, you got to head back. He can't leave without his bling bling because he loses right. his powers, much like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes, that is very true. So uh, let's go over them again uh, in order. Leprechaun, Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4 in space. Leprechaun, Leprechaun in five. the hood. Leprechaun five. Leprechaun back to the hood. Also known as Leprechaun six. For some unknown reason, there is actually six different versions of the Leprechaun movie. And I'm sure whatever project Warwick Davis happens to be on right now, as soon as he can fit it into his busy schedule, I'm sure he's going to be getting working on Leprechaun back. Three Warwick the Davis hood. right now is actually working on the new Harry Potter movie set to release in 2007. Yeah, he has a starring role, and by starring, I mean he's in it for five seconds. Correct, as all midget actors are. But he can't help it. He's kind of stuck to a certain role, you could say. So as a whole, I'm going to have to say that the Leprechaun series is fucking terrible. Jeff? As a whole, I'll have to say the first three episodes are watchable and entertaining. And after that, they just turn into crap. They turn into little Leprechaun turds. Uh, agreed. Except for that, they're all terrible. Agreed. <laughs> but that is Phil and I's opinion of the Leprechaun movies. And we apologize, we've wasted this much time, but we've got to the meat of the show. When we get back, we're going to do a review over one of the best movies Phil and I have probably seen in a while. Definitely one of the better horror movies I've seen in the past couple one of years. One of the better ones we've seen in a while. So stick around, and we get back, Phil and I are doing a review and discussion over... The Hills Have Eyes. Want to get heard on the show? Oh, God, yeah! Cut us an email. Theinfestedsound at gmail.com For some reason, you guys stuck around through the show. We appreciate you made it this far through the show. And this is the part of the show where Phil and I are most passionate about, and that's just our movie reviews. movie that we saw recently was The Hills Have Eyes. Now, The Hills Have Eyes, uh, if I had seen this movie before our second episode, would have went into my top three as far as remakes go. Definitely. Probably my number one remake of all time. It might be, uh, considering how terrible the original was. Not, not ter yeah, not terrible. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> well, terrible. Let's, let's just say the sequel to the original. 
may not be too great, we've heard. Yeah, I haven't seen it myself. I've heard absolutely nothing good about it. And considering that the original wasn't any good, I'm sure it's pretty terrible. But The Hills Have Eyes is a great, great, great movie. Phil and I saw this movie this week. Phil saw it twice, and I saw it once with Phil. It's a great movie. The gore is intense. The entire movie is intense. It starts out a little bit slow, but not really necessarily slow, but it just sets up the story. Yeah, I mean, it takes a little longer idea. than you'd want for it to set up the story, uh, but the, the back half of the movie makes waiting through the first 30, 40 minutes worth every minute. Definitely. We don't want to give away the movie too much because we want you guys to go out there and see it. It's probably one of the best horror movies, and maybe the best horror movie of this year so far, the way things are looking. I don't know. Uh, I was a big fan of Hostel. I can't really. Hostel, to this point, true. I'm going to have to watch them both again. But to this point, I can't decide which I liked more. Both are excellent. Though. And there are a few more movies coming out this year, like Silent Hill. That's right. We did see previews for Silent Hill. Which looks great. And a movie called Slither. Yeah, which, which we will looks to be hopefully be good. reviewing here in just, uh, I believe it comes out two weeks, maybe? Two weeks. I think it comes out this month, maybe the 1st of April. So we'll be seeing it as soon as we can. As long as it's rated R. As long which as it's I'm pretty rated sure R. that it is. And it, I'm pretty sure it is, too. And it looks like a great movie, if you guys seen the previews for Slither. But back to the true movie we want to talk about, and that's The Hills Have Eyes. Now, The Hills Have Eyes, it uh, it starts out like a lot of movies, sort of like uh, Wrong Turn. You know, you got your family, they're traveling, they get sent down a shortcut, they wreck their truck to where it doesn't run anymore, so they're pretty much stuck. Now, that's pretty much standard. You know, I mean, that, that happens in a lot of horror movies. People wreck their car and they're stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. But... This movie's a little different. It's one of the more intense movies that I've seen. Once once things get going, it gets very intense. You really you don't really have any idea who the hero is going to be. You Not don't really know who's going to die next. Most movies, most horror movies follow a certain mold where you can tell which person's going to get killed first. It's usually the unpure person, the girl that's kind of a slut, the girl that's smoking weed, hanging out with the boys. It's very unvirtuous that it kind of shows that dirtiness that we don't like to see, that we want dead, that we want eliminated from our lives. The director tries to make the audience dislike a certain character from the beginning, and then almost all the time you can tell that that's going to be the character that gets killed off first, probably in the goriest fashion. And that's pretty outplayed, and you get sick of seeing that in movies because... You can pretty much predict who's going to get knocked off first. The guy that's an asshole, the guy that's a jackass, the girl that's slutty. You can pretty much pick who's going to get killed first, but not in The Hills Have Eyes. No, that's right. Uh, that's one of the things that adds to the intensity of the movie. You don't know who's next or if they're going to die. Because just like real life, death is random. When people are being murdered, it's random. You don't know these people's personalities. The killer does not know these people's personalities when he's killing them. So he has... No real way of knowing, hey, this is a good girl. There's no reason for her to die. She's got a baby. She's a great girl. She shouldn't die. That's right. And another good thing about the movie, the people that are actually live out in the hills, very creepy look. Real creepy. The special effects are incredible. The We don't want to give away too much, people. We apologize if we stretch this out too much. But once they get to the abandoned town, once they start showing the characters up close, it's... It's real intense. These people look very lifelike, and they're very deformed. They're very deformed from radiation. 
And you almost feel sorry for these people at one point because it's not their fault they're like this. It's the government's fault that they've tested radiation. And you almost feel a bit of sadness for these people until you see how ruthless these people are and how they Very kill and yes. they have no souls. And then, then you're just waiting to see who the person is that's going to step up and kick some ass. And believe me, from our own personal experience, it is the last person you would expect. Yes. Yes, it is. So we would definitely suggest that you guys get out there, see The Hills Have Eyes. It's still at the movies right now. See it now. in the theater. It's a movie that will be best seen in the theater. Definitely. Some, some movies are a movie you can wait for to come out on video and not lose anything. But go see this in the theater. The, the intensity effects, is just multiplied. Definitely. The surround sound, the darkness of the theater, the reactions of everyone else in the theater multiplied by 20. That's right. Try to go at a time when there's not going to be other jackasses in the theater that might clap at scenes or cheer, which really takes away from the movie. Which is really terrible. I wish there was a way to kill these people when that happened because they ruin the movie for everyone else when they clap or open their cell phones and throw light through the theater. It's pretty terrible because a lot of throw people... Throw candy at us. <laughs> throw candy at us for crying <laughs> at how intense the movie is. I actually shit my pants in one scene. Did you? Uh, yes, I did too, Phil. I think it was the same scene. It probably was the same scene. And you guys need to go out there, see this movie, and you'll know what scene we're talking about. Great movie. In a scale of 1 to 10 on gore, I'd probably give it a 9. What would you give it, Phil? I would give it a 9. A 9 in gore. In just overall creepiness, scariness, I would probably give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I would agree. Uh... Uh, on a, on a four-star scale, I would have to say we're coming right there at three to three and a half stars. Definitely. And I as know far as a horror movie goes. There's a lot of critics out there that have probably have reviewed this movie pretty low. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of reviews, but if they have, they're full of shit. I'm sure Ebert and Roper didn't like it because it wasn't a French film with subtitles. Correct. Everyone has different tastes. As you can see, we've dedicated this show to people who have odd taste in movies, and that odd taste... Trickles over to horror films. Films like The Hills Have Eyes really do justice for us people, the minority in the film industry, which I would consider horror movie fans. So that's The Hills Have Eyes, directed by, and I don't want to butcher this name, but I'm probably going to because I have no idea how it's pronounced. I'm going to say Alexander Aja, also directed High Tension, which isn't nearly as good as The Hills Have Eyes, but if you haven't seen it, it's a decent movie. It's a French movie. It's dubbed over in English. The dubbing isn't bad. But, yeah, if, if you watch The Hills Have Eyes and you like this guy, you like the style he directs in, High Tension would also be something you should check out. So definitely check out The Hills Have Eyes. It's in the movie theater right now. So get out there and see it. And we hope this review has kind of enlightened you guys and given you some insight into this film. And we want to make sure you guys check it out and cut us an email, theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Give us your reviews. Send us your re your reviews on the film. We'll read them on air. We'll post them on the website. We want to hear what you guys think of the movie, too. Whether it's good, bad, whether you agree with us, don't agree with us, we need to hear your guys' opinion because we don't want to segregate ourselves so far from the audience that the show becomes just crap, more so than it already is. Which is very hard to do. Which is very hard to do. So that is Phil and I's review over The Hills Have Eyes, what we believe is the best horror movie, if not the best movie of the year so far.
And that's going to end the show today. That's going to sum up the show. We hope you guys have enjoyed our show today, our St. Patrick's Day special. Make sure all you guys get out there and do some drinking tomorrow. Take care of yourself Irish style. Make sure you drive. <laughs> no, don't make sure you drive. That's a bad idea. But we once again, we hope you've enjoyed the episode. We want to give a special shout-out to Corby at the Horror Show Podcast. Make sure you check out the Horror Show Podcast. Very informative show, unlike ours, which is riddled with bullshit and Correct. really no no facts about anything that anyone would give two shits about. So if you <laughs> want to hear actual facts and interesting things about movies, tune in to the Horror Show. If you Corby. want to hear two jackasses get drunk and talk about random bullshit, listen to ours. That's right. Corby does a show called the Horror Show Podcast. And he does it sober, and he puts time into it and work into it, so it sounds very professional, it's a good show, if you want to just catch up on your info. And we'd like to give a special thank you to Dan Kogan for doing our artwork. It's cool artwork, you may see it on your podcast. And we want to give a special thank you to Elevator Division, our buddy James Hoskins, the lead singer. Check out Elevator Division at elevator, elevatordivision.com. There and a very there. special infested sound thank you to O'Leary's. Irish Green Liquor. Our old pal O'Leary. He's done a good job. And uh, James McChild Molester, if you're out there, make sure you email the show. We want to hear from you again. We want to say again that Chad is a dick. He's a douchebag. Thanks for screwing your buddies again. Yep, you poor son of a bitch. <laughs> you poor son of a bitch. Make sure you guys are watching some basketball this weekend. There's a lot of good games going on. I hope you win your bracket. I hope you lose. I hope you lose, too, because as of right now, we are losing pretty bad. But, once again, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out our website, www.theinfestedsound.com. Cut us an email, theinfestedsound at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be back with some more reviews. Hopefully, we'll see some more new movies. We'll have some more horror info for you. We'll try and get next week's show to be a little more, how would you say, Phil? Good. <laughs> a little more good. That's right. So, make sure you turn it, tune in next week. Hopefully, we'll see you guys later. Any last words, Phil? No. No. Make sure, you sh- make sure you subscribe out there. We need to get some subscribers, and make sure you check out the website. We've got some gear up there. Get you a, a uh, Infested Sound t-shirt. But you guys take care out there. Go see some horror movies, and make sure you check out The Hills Have Eyes. We'll see you guys next week. We out. This is The Infested Sound. been listening to kansas city's very own horror podcast kansas city's the infested sound make sure you check us out on the web www.theinfestedsound.com the infested sound at gmail.com